0: like I have been away from you for a while, but you probably don't feel that way. I am just now back on land after being on a cruise for a week. It was a, a working cruise, um, kind of, sort of. Uh, well, no, completely working in that I was still working on primal stuff. Um, but the purpose of the cruise, I was very honored and excited to speak on Jimmy Moore's low-carb cruise. And it was the first time ever that he has included some of the mindset topics uh, as opposed to strategy keto low-carb kind of topics, and so I had the great privilege of talking to his audience about some of the mindset side of things, and um, it was a blast. I had a great time and spent the rest of the time getting work done and getting workouts in and... Uh, it was just it was a, it was a good good time to get away but great as always to be home. And what I wanted to do today um, is share with you what I shared with them because I know most of you guys weren't there. For those of you that were there it was so great to get to meet you um, and I hope you had a great trip and for those of you that weren't there, I definitely didn't want to leave you hanging because even though I've talked about a lot of these concepts here on the podcast, I thought it would be fun to share with you the presentation that I shared with them, keeping in mind that the people that I was speaking to um, as part of Jimmy Moore's loyal tribe of listeners, uh, they aren't familiar with me. They aren't familiar with a lot of what Primal Potential is all about. So for some of you guys, this might be repeat information, but you know what? I think it's the kind of information that we need to remind ourselves of over and over and over again, and so the fundamentals of my talk we're really about how we shouldn't just focus on the food side of things and it's easy to get hung up on the mechanics and the nuts and bolts and what about this should i eat that is this you know yes or no and then we don't do the work that's really what keeps us from making progress and that is our attitude our thoughts excuses exceptions justifying indulgences and all of that kind of stuff so i shared with jimmy's uh, great group of folks the three most common barriers that I see to people's success, and then three strategies to help break through those barriers. So I'm going to share that with you guys today because I certainly don't want you to have missed out on it. I know that many of us, so many of us, get really, I don't want to use the word hung up on, but it's kind of the truth. We get hung up on... The nuts and bolts of, should I be intermittent fasting? Should I do keto? Should I do low carb? But really, at the end of the day we aren't overweight because we're bouncing back and forth between keto or low-carb or low-fat or whatever. We struggle with our weight. We struggle with our control because of the indulgences, because of the excuses and the exceptions and the times when we just don't do the work, right? And the reality is, as I say over and over again, is that it really, truly, truly is more about why we eat than it is about what we eat. And I feel like I say this every day, but I I think we all really need to embrace it. If I lined up 100 people who had a goal of weight loss or improving their health and said, tell me just one change you could make to move in the direction of your goals, they could all identify the change. The problem isn't knowing what to do. It's actually putting it into practice. It's actually implementing and doing the work. And I really could not agree more with what Tony Robbins says about this. And You guys know I'm a big Tony Robbins fan, and he says that success in any endeavor is 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. 80% our mindset, 80% our attitude, 80% our beliefs, and 20% our strategy, our mechanics, right? But when it comes to health, Unfortunately, many of us approach this in the opposite way. We focus 80 or 90% on the mechanics tell me what to do and when to do it and how to do it and how much and how often. And we only take about 10 to 20% of the focus and place it on our mindset. And that is really reflected in our results or really our lack of results. I feel with great conviction. That if we flipped that ratio and really did, as Tony Robbins teaches, and put 80% of our effort into our attitude, our perspective, our belief in ourselves, building confidence, having a positive focus, that we would greatly accelerate our results. But we focus too much on, oh, well, I read an article about such and such, or, oh, gosh, what if I damage my metabolism? Listen, that is what it looks like when our focus is overextended on the mechanics side of things, and we don't give enough attention to the mindset side of things, and that is a real challenge. That is a real issue, and I shared with them uh, when I was was on the cruise, I shared with them my analogy of the parking brake that I'm sure most of you guys that listen to the show have heard me talk about, especially those of you that are in Breaking Barriers because I talk about it a lot in there, but basically the notion is this. We imagine that you and I are in a car driving side by side, right? And I think that the more we think about this, sometimes we get something different out of it. Sometimes we understand it a little bit more differently depending on our attention, depending on our state of mind, depending on where we're coming from. So I really want you to just kind of envision this with me. We're in a car side by side and you're driving and I am in the passenger seat. And we're getting onto the highway. We're on the on-ramp and there's no traffic. So you're able to just fully get up to speed, right? And I look over at you and you are grimacing. You look mad. You are working hard. You've got the pedal to the metal, right? And the car, you know, you can just tell when the car is really working hard and the engine is revving, but we're not really going that fast. You're trying really hard. The car is clearly working very hard. And yet, We're not really accelerating the way we ought to be based on the effort of both you and the car. And so I look between us and I realize, oh my gosh, the parking brake is on. And I'm like, "Uh, hey, yeah, this parking brake thing, like I'm pretty sure this shouldn't be on when we're trying to accelerate onto the highway, right? But you were just bound and determined and you just want to go, go, go. And you don't have time to stop and pull over and release the parking brake, do you? Of course not, right? Of course not. You get places to be, you've got things to do, but... You're having to work so much harder. The car is having to work so much harder. And your progress is really nothing to write home about because the parking brake is on. And that is how so many of us go through our weight loss efforts, our weight loss initiatives, any attempt to improve our fitness or improve our health. Because we aren't dealing with the mental and emotional and psychological barriers, we are working hard. Often our bodies are also working really hard, and if we would just pause for a few minutes and identify and release that parking brake, that mental, emotional, or psychological barrier that gets in our way, everything would be easier. It would take less effort. It would take less time. It would take less of a toll on our bodies, and we would get where we want to go much faster. And unfortunately, many of us are just in too much of a rush to do that. And so we waste a lot of time and effort. and We end up feeling really frustrated and overwhelmed. The most common barriers that I see, that I saw in myself for a long time, that I see with my clients in my Fat Loss Fast Track groups, and even in just people who listen to the podcast who shoot me emails every now and again or comment on social media, the most common issues I see are lack of belief, Right, And this typically comes from having a backlog of not doing the work, a backlog of trying and failing, doing the work and then giving up on yourself, negativity, feeling like the way you've always been is the way you'll always be. That lack of belief in self, the doubt, that is a huge barrier. Another huge barrier that is very, very common is, believe it or not, your imagination, The problems you create based on nervousness, based on uncertainty of how you'll handle a situation, maybe because it hasn't gone well in the past, maybe because you've never been through a situation like that successfully. In the past, it's always led to weight gain or going on a bender. So the way that we manufacture nervousness or fear or apprehension is a huge barrier. And then the last barrier, which is maybe the most complicated and the most pervasive, is fear. And this can be, and is commonly, fear of missing out. Sometimes it's fear of failure. Often it's fear of success, like not really knowing what life will be like. You know, I used to always struggle when people would say, nothing tastes as good as thin feels because... I don't know, like I've never maintained a weight loss. I have never been successful. And so I couldn't really relate to that. I could relate to the immediate gratification of food, but I couldn't relate to loving my body, feeling healthy. And I know that when I share with my clients now how that's such a big motivator for me, maintaining this feeling of confidence, maintaining this feeling of strength, for a lot of folks, that's really amorphous. That's really not tangible. It's really you can't even wrap your head around it so it can't be a motivator because you've never experienced it before. The only thing that you can really relate to is Failure, is missing out, is frustration and deprivation. So that can be a very legitimate barrier. And what I want to do is share with you three strategies that I teach on the podcast, that I teach in my courses, that I teach to my clients that really can help to overcome these most common barriers. And the first one, and we talk about this a lot here on the Primal Potential Podcast, but again, I was sharing this with an audience of folks that by and large weren't as familiar with Primal Potential. And I still see this happening, even if you have heard it time and time and time again on the podcast, I think most of you are still struggling with it. So it's worth the time diving into it today. And that is, you must, if you want to reach your goals, you must stop arguing for your limitations. When I was uh, waiting in line the first day of the cruise to register and get my badge and all of that... Um, I heard somebody in front of me commenting about all the food on the cruise ship, and just so you know, even though it's called the low carb cruise, there's nothing low carb about about the food options. I mean, certainly you could get vegetables and meat, but the cruise ship was over seven thousand people, and you know, only a couple hundred of them were were for for Jimmy Moore's event, which is fantastic. But just I say that to say it wasn't like there weren't. Tables and tables and tables of treats and, you know, all night ice cream shops and hand-passed trays of cookies. And of course there were, right? And uh, so one of the women in front of me was commenting, oh, I have to stay away from such and such because once I start, I just can't stop. And I understand that belief, but the reality is it's more than a belief. It is an instruction to your brain. And for so long as you program yourself that way, because everything we think and say, guys, we are actively programming ourselves. We are programming our brains. And sometimes we've been saying these kinds of things so frequently and for so often that we don't even notice that we're constantly giving our brain these instructions. When we say things like, once I start with such and such, I just can't stop. I have no self-control when it comes to blah, blah, blah. The evenings are my hardest time of day. All of these things, I'm an emotional eater. I'm just the big girl. The one I used to say to myself all the time was, I'm really great at losing weight and terrible at keeping it off. They are all instructions to your brain, and your brain brilliant organ that it is, is always seeking certainty. It is looking for instructions and then it sets out to make them true. And the reality is that 90% or more of our decisions are made on the subconscious level. That is why so often we'll say, I don't even know why I ate that. I wasn't even thinking I, I was, I was picking up and then, you know, next thing I know I've been in the pantry for 15 minutes eating through a box of cookies and we are able to make those food choices that we feel a little disconnected from because our subconscious makes those decisions. And our subconscious makes those decisions based on the certainty we have given our brain with our thoughts and our words. And so when we say, I have no self-control, once I start on sugar, I can't stop. If I open up a pint of ice cream, I'm going to eat the whole thing in one sitting. All of those things our instructions. And so when the vast majority of our decisions are made on the subconscious level, they will reflect our thoughts. They will reflect our words. They will reflect these limitations that we are arguing for. And we're just so used to doing it that we don't even understand the damage that we're doing to our progress because, and I do this all the time with the folks that email me. They'll send me an email and they'll say, I'm stuck, I'm struggling, I can't stop eating, I do well all day long, and then I get home and it's just like the wheels fall off and I can't stop and I feel awful. And I say, The very first thing I want you to do is I want you to go back and reread that email that you sent to me. I want you to read it out loud and I want you to think about it as if it's an instruction manual to your brain. Why? because it is. And I need you to understand the instructions that you are giving your brain, because you cannot exceed your own expectations. You will not outperform the expectations you have set for yourself. And we are unknowingly setting these expectations that we have no control, that we're out of control, that we're emotional eaters, we're binge eaters, we're all of these things that are completely opposite of who we want to be and what we want to be. And yet we create it as if it is the gospel truth and our brilliant brain seeking certainty goes about fulfilling the expectation that we have established. I want you to think about an area in which you excel. Seriously, think about something that you know you're great at. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you're an incredible mother. Maybe you're really great at knitting or you are... An excellent badminton player, whatever it is, I want you to think about an area in which you excel and then I want you to think about, just think about yourself in that arena. What are the thoughts that come to your mind when you think of yourself in that arena in which you excel? What are the thoughts you think about your job that you're great at? Why are you great at it? Or if you feel like you're just a really great parent and you're really proud of that, What are your thoughts around your abilities as a parent? And I know I've shared with you before that I used to think that I just wasn't a motivated person. I wanted weight loss so, so bad, but I wasn't doing the work, and I wished and I hoped for more motivation. And then I had this turning point moment where I was like, wait, wait a second, Elizabeth. You're super motivated in your career. You're super motivated with your finances and getting out of debt. So you clearly are a motivated individual. What is the difference between your ability to excel in those areas and your ability to excel in weight loss? And I realized that when it came to my job, which I was really good at, I thought of myself as really good at my job. I wasn't great at my job, but silently on the inside I thought, I don't know why they haven't fired me yet. I suck. I'm awful. I never get my work done. No, if you asked me, what I thought about my performance at work, I would have said, I'm a leader. I get things done. I'm the first one in the office. I'm the last one to leave. I volunteer for tough projects. I look for solutions to problems. I work hard. I collaborate well with others, right? Same thing with my personal finances. I wasn't getting out of debt and saying, I'm terrible with money. I'm constantly spending more than I make. I can't stick to a budget. No, I was succeeding in my finances because I knew I was determined. I knew I was really great at putting a plan together and sticking to it. I knew that I was disciplined in the area of my finances. But when it came to my weight, where I wasn't having success, where I wasn't moving towards my goals, I was always saying things like, I'm just the fat girl. I'm an emotional eater. I'm really great at losing weight and terrible at keeping it off. And sometimes we think that our thoughts follow our actions, but guys, because of the way our brains work, because of the fact that 90% of our decisions are made on the subconscious level, because of the fact that our brain is always seeking certainty as a guidepost for these decisions that are made on the subconscious level, it's the other way around. Your thoughts, your beliefs, and your attitude about yourself and your abilities and your skills is what dictates your actions. If your self-talk was that of, I'm strong, I'm capable, I am healthy, I am getting healthier every day, I am in control of my choices, I make choices that make me feel great, I am mindful in every moment, I enjoy every bite of food, I don't multitask while I eat, if those were the thoughts and the words surrounding your health and your food habits your choices would be very, very different. And this is not about puffy clouds and marshmallows and telling yourself like, I'm thin and I'm fit and I love my body because if that's not true, that's not helpful. But the reality is you can say today, I'm making the best choices I can make. Today, I am fully in control. Today, I will do my best. And today, I will prioritize my health. That makes a huge difference. Because you are who you are and where you are because of what you put into your mind. What you put into your mouth is directly related to what you put into your mind. Seriously, guys, this is very real and true. And as I've said a million times, and it's worth saying again, When you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. When you say, I have no self-control, okay, you're right, congratulations, you just gave yourself that as a gift. The other area where I see people struggling related to these limitations is in the disconnect between their intentions, or what they want, and their attention, or what they think about. Guys, we must. If we want to make progress, and I really believe that if you're listening to this, you want to make progress, whether your goal is fat loss, whether your goal is fitness, whether your goal is career or relationship related, you must align your intentions, what you want, with your attention, what you're thinking about, what you're talking about, what you're doing with your time. And many times when we aren't making progress, it's because not only are our intentions and our attention not aligned, they're completely contrary. They're completely opposite of each other. For example, if your intention is to burn fat, to create a healthier, leaner physique, but your attention is on how it's not fair that everybody else gets to eat stuff and be smaller than you are. It's not fair that somebody brought in donuts to work on the day when you're trying to make better food choices. Maybe your attention is on how you really, really miss your wine at night. Your intentions... Improving your health, improving your physique, burning fat is totally opposite of where your attention is. Your attention is completely 180 degrees apart from your att- from your intention. So I want you to align these. If your goal is to improve your health, then I want your attention there. I want your attention not to be on all you feel like you're missing out on, but on all you think you're going to gain when you achieve your goal. We have to very deliberately check ourselves and say, are my intentions and my attention aligned? And if you are struggling, I would bet you that more often than not, it is because you're not aligned in what you want and what you're thinking about or talking about or doing. I was listening to, while I was on the boat, I was listening to uh, one of the Bulletproof executive podcasts that was an interview between Peter Diamandis and Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins said, you need to divorce the story of your limitations and marry the truth of your unlimited capacity you have to divorce the story of your limitations, That I can't, it's hard, I don't know, will I ever, and marry the truth of your unlimited capacity. You bet I can, I will, I am and the reason that so many of us aren't making progress towards our goals is because we are more married to our limitations than we are to our unlimited capacity. We are more married, we are more attached to, we are more focused on why we can't, how we failed in the past, why it's difficult, why we're struggling, and we are divorced from the truth of our unlimited capacity. And that is a real problem. At the end of the day, I can tell you with confidence that your performance improves when your image of yourself improves, not the other way around. Because if you start making good food choices, but you think that you're a fat cow, that you think that you're never going to make it, that you think that it's too hard, guess what? That improved performance will be temporary and short-lived. But when you improve your image of yourself, you will live into your unlimited potential. You will live into the choices that will carry you to your goals. The second strategy I want to talk about is another mindset strategy, and it is staying in the moment. I cannot tell you how many of us are wasting our time and our energy on what happened yesterday or earlier today, or the fact that we feel like we've wasted the last five years or the last five months or the last 50 years, or, Freaking out about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or 30 days from now or will you be in a year. And the reality is, when we have our attention on those things, we cannot take advantage of this moment right here, right now. And when we don't take advantage of this moment right here, right now, we cannot possibly make progress because the only time available to make progress is now. But you're so busy putting your attention and your focus and your energy in yesterday or tomorrow that you missed out on now. People email me all the time, and I hear this within my groups all the time. Oh, Elizabeth, I wish I had your motivation. I wish I had your consistency, or your focus, or your willpower. And the reality is, you have as much as I have. You have as much motivation as I have. You have as much willpower, as much discipline, as much focus, as much energy. You wanna know the difference? You're wasting yours. You're wasting yours. You're not necessarily knowingly wasting it, but you're letting it slip away. And the story I told in the presentation, and I know I've shared this on webinars before, imagine that you and I are hanging out right now in a room that is cooled with a window unit air conditioner. You know, those like big box things that go in the window and it's hot as hell in the room, even though there is that window unit air conditioner. And so we're talking about how hot it is. And you say, gosh, we really need to get a second air conditioner. We need to put it in the window across the room. And I I look at the existing air conditioner and yeah, it definitely is hot in here. And I say, oh, no, it's not that we need another air conditioner. The window above the window unit is open. So the air conditioner is doing its job. It's producing the cool air. It's just escaping because the window's open. So let's close the window. And sure enough, the room cools down. We never needed a second unit. We just needed to protect the cool air being produced by the existing one. And that is what is happening for so many of us. With our motivation, our willpower, our energy, our focus, we are letting it escape. You have as much as I do, but when you are not in the moment, when you are focused on what went wrong yesterday or last weekend, or the fact that you didn't meet your expectations of the last 30 days or maybe the first part of the year, or that you feel like you've wasted 10 years of your life, I can certainly relate to that, or you're freaking out about what you're going to do over next weekend or how you're going to handle this upcoming trip. That is letting your much-needed motivation and energy and focus and willpower and stamina slip away. Do not let it escape. What you did yesterday, what you did last month, what you've done for the last year, it's not who you are. It's not who you are unless it's who you choose to be today, unless you decide I am going to do today what I've done for the last 30 days, then it's not who you are. And so many people identify and define themselves by what they've done. I'm an emotional eater. I, I don't have any control." No, that's not who you are. It's not what you are. It's what you've done. And you don't have to carry that with you into today. You don't have to carry that with you into your next choice unless you choose to. Every day is a blank slate. Every moment is a blank slate. So you don't have to carry with you any fear of the past repeating itself because you are totally in control of that. It is only going to repeat itself if you make the same decisions over again. Do not manufacture stress. Don't. That is what we do when we're thinking about yesterday, last week, last weekend, the last five years, tomorrow, next week, the next 30 days. That is manufacturing stress. And when you do that, you're just opening up the windows and letting all your motivation escape, all of your energy escape, all of your focus redirect your attention and ask yourself, what do I need to do right now? What is one thing I can do right now? Listen, I can't go back and undo yesterday, tomorrow isn't here yet, but what can I do today? What can I do right now that is going to move me in the direction of my goals? The third and final strategy I wanna talk about is please, for the love of Mike, don't skip practice. Don't skip practice. It's interesting for me because I totally understand when people look at temptations as frustrations, as punishments, as not fair, you know, when your spouse brings home pizza and you were really trying to be good, or when somebody keeps offering you your favorite cookies, or it's Girl Scouts uh, cookie season, or whatever it is, and we look at that and we're like, oh, why does it have to be so hard? I wanna challenge you to change your perspective because that perspective doesn't serve you, it doesn't help you, it only makes it more difficult. The reality is, that is exactly what you need. That is exactly what you need because, guess what? The only way to improve in anything, the only way for something that's currently hard to become easy, the only way is to practice. The only way, whether it's learning a new instrument, a new language, a new skill set, building a healthy habit, the only way to get from where you are to where it's easy is to practice. And so instead of looking at these struggles, at these challenges, at these difficult moments or difficult days, instead of looking at them and being like, it's just not fair, it's too hard, I can't do it, it was just too much for me today, I'll start tomorrow. Instead, I want you to be like, fantastic. Because the more opportunities I have to practice, the faster I earn my easy. And so if I face 17 temptations today, that's 17 opportunities to practice. And thank you for every single one because this is exactly what I need. And if I only had two opportunities to practice, I wouldn't be getting better fast enough. And I want to improve my life and I want to improve my health. And so this is exactly what I need and I'm grateful for it because you're going to get what you look for. If you're looking for the frustrations and everything's so hard and it's not fair and why are there so many temptations and why can everybody else around me have all this stuff and they don't have the weight problem that I have? Or you can be like, bring it on. I'm ready because I want this to be easy. I want this to be my new normal. I want to be healthy. I want to be confident. I want to be energetic. I want to be fit. I want to be happy. Bring it. On It is my path to easy, and every single time I see a temptation, I'm grateful for it because that is how I earn my easy. Choose the perspective of practice, of opportunity. I don't skip practice. When there is a temptation, that is my opportunity to practice this skill that I really want to be excellent at, so I'm not going to be like, oh, that, well, hmm. It is a special occasion. It does look really good. I'll do better tomorrow. No, 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 no. I don't skip practice. This is important to me. This is my life. There is so much better on the other side. I'm not skipping practice. The reality of the situation is, guys, that absolutely nothing, nothing can get in the way of a goal that is followed up with enough action, no matter what, whether it's your age, Your time, your stress, menopause, your family, nothing can get in the way if you take enough action. The problem is so many people come up against an obstacle and they back down. And they don't do the work. And so the goal is there and the desire is there, but the action is not there. And there is absolutely no limitation that can get in your way if you follow your goal with enough action. But at the end of the day, it's not about your physical limitations. It's not about your age. It's not about your hormones. It's not about menopause. It's not about your kids bringing junk into the house. It is about your psychological barriers. That's what it's about. Whatever you do today, you're more likely to do tomorrow. And you can do anything just for today. You can do anything just for today. And I hope that you will. I hope that you will decide to change your focus from being 80 to 90% mechanics and 10 to 20% mindset. I want you to flip that. Like Tony Robbins said, it's really 80 to 90% the psychology, the mindset, the belief and really only 10 to 20% mechanics because when we get our attitude right, when we get our perspective right, the rest of it takes care of itself. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Oh, I need to tell you what I ate yesterday. I sort of forgot about that. Yesterday was a weird day. Yesterday was an airport day. Um, I was traveling. I had flights. I was waiting to get on flights on standby. I was parked on the highway for hours because the road was closed due to an accident. Um, So let's see. I had a couple of Americanos in my room before I got off the ship um, that I bought the night before because I didn't think Starbucks would be open that early. Turns out, because everybody was getting off the ship, it opened early that day, but whatever. I had them in my room for emergency backup, which is always, always good to have emergency backup coffee. So for the most of the day, I just had... Um, coffee. I did get two scrambled eggs and a couple of slices of bacon uh, while I was waiting on standby for my second flight, I think. And then later in the day, I had just just whatever convenience food that happened to be in the freezer. Um, a bag of frozen cauliflower. I didn't eat it frozen. I put it in the microwave um, and a burger in bacon that have been frozen. So, you know, whatever, just necessity travel food, nothing really delicious, nothing, certainly not probably as much food as I needed in that day. Um, But again, I was traveling. So I was sitting on my butt for like 90% of the day. So I probably didn't need that much, but that is what I ate yesterday. Nothing really fabulous, nothing delicious for sure, but got through a travel day, which used to be a nightmare for me, and it wasn't a nightmare. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I definitely enjoyed the low carb cruise and getting to talk to those folks there. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day and it's great to be back on land. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just word primal to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash